Hello and welcome to the show. I'm your host, Jonathan Giles. On the podcast this week, we'll be reviewing our 3-1 home triumph over Jorgen Klopp's Liverpool side. Also, at the end of the show, we'll be looking ahead to our away fixture against Dave and Moises' West Ham side on Sunday afternoon. So sit back and enjoy the show. On the show this week, I'm joined by my regular guest, um, a.k.a. Michael D. Higgins' sidekick, uh, Eamon Donnelly. How are you? Looking fresh-faced from yesterday. Ah, evening, Jonathan. Evening, Liam. Ah, I'm making a chicken stew there. I put some pearl barley in. It's like frog spawn there. Ah, watch Coronation Street. Don't annoy me at a pulling cow there. You are a very evil woman, Ivy. Um, no, we're all good. Uh, we're hungover today, bank holiday over here, and uh, not hungover now, but it was hungover earlier on after a great day yesterday. So, and um, you can hear the old trout uh, is a bit raw. Um, I'm sure you had a good day too, Liam. Being uh, been there at the game yourself, mate. <laughs> I'm surprised I didn't have an hangover this morning. That's all I'll say. I'm also joined by Liam Gardner, who was on our show Wednesday. Uh, he had a pretty good debut in my eyes. Um, that's why he's back on again. Uh, he's the host of the North Bank Summit podcast, which is re- a really good listen. I've listened to the last three episodes there uh, and definitely worth a listen. Um, how are you, Liam? You, you look fresh faced now, I have to say, from a great win yesterday. <laughs> yeah, up at half six this morning, mate. Didn't get into about 11 o'clock last night, but yeah, <laughs> absolute great day. Absolute great day. Um, a lot of drinking, a lot of shots, and a, a lot of partying as well after the game, especially after the game. You have to, don't you? It's very rare you get days like yesterday, so you have to take advantage, yeah? 100%. Yeah, Jamie uh, Carragher would have been happy. In the, oh, that's all I'm going to say. He would have been happy <laughs> in that pub. We will be getting on to Jamie Carragher and Gary Neville uh, as we go on through the show. Don't know, don't worry about that. Um, it's terrible when you're ahead of Manchester United every season. So, um, Gary, if you're listening, take that. Um, we go on with yesterday's uh, Premier League review, lads. Uh, of course, 3-1. At the Emirates, uh, Saka, Martinelli, and Trossard with the goals. Uh, Gabriel with an unfortunate OG, and Canati with two yellow cards uh, sent off for Liverpool. Um, the notes, few notes that I have, lads. Um, I thought I'd start off with the man of the match was rightfully called uh, Jorginho. I thought he had a super game yesterday. I thought Jorginho Rice and Odegaard was superb in the midfield yesterday. Um, and I thought Arteta had the game plan down to a T. Um, cool, cool, calm and composing midfield and bringing that um, winning mentality really to the midfield, Regina. You know, you could see his years of being with Chelsea and winning um, trophies and he's bringing that mentality this season and last season he's followed through and we're starting to see what a top player he is and a top pro. Um, and it can only be good for the dressing room. So I thought the man of the match was rightfully called. Um, I thought as well the second half substitution of QVR was a good one for Zinchenko. Kind of worried about that after the FA Cup third round against the pool. But um, I thought he was really composed yesterday and didn't really, didn't really put a foot wrong in fairness to him. So um, I was happy enough with that. Um, I thought uh, in terms of the goals, um, I thought it was a nice ball infield from Zinchenko into Havertz, who um, ran right through, really, to hurt Liverpool's defence. And if that was an in-form Havertz, he probably would have scored. 
but Shaw was blocked by Allison and it went nicely to Saku, who I thought controlled the ball really well. Um, Kuhn and Cam and Birdie did it really well in the net and that got us going. And I thought um, Martinelli gave Kanati and Alexander Arnold an awful trouble uh, throughout the game, really, before he was taken off. It's a bit disappointing to see him being taken off as a, uh, as a sub, but um, I thought he, he just, his pace yesterday was just unreal. Um, and his cross into Saka before our goal, I thought Saka was going to get his head under that, you know, it was a perfectly, perfect cross, but um, unfortunately he didn't, he just missed the Saka, but he made up for it with his goal. Um, Liverpool's goal was a bit unfortunate, Saliba should have really dealt with it, uh, I thought, as well as Raya, um, but Diaz is just a Tiger type of striker, you know, he'll keep at you and at you and never gives up. And he just got a toe poke to it, and Gabriel really, it was unfortunate. He, he he just put his, it just came off him, and there's very little you can do. And to restrict Liverpool to no shots and targets for the first half, I thought was really, you know, had to be commanded by Arteta. You know, I thought he got his tactics spot on. But when it was one all, uh, there was a potential penalty when McAllister and Havertz clashed. I suppose when you look back, and it probably wasn't a penalty, but um, then the defensive mix up. Between Van Dyke and Allison was lovely to see. <laughs> Two of them making <laughs> a complete pig's ear of it. And there was Martinelli, the little push on Van Dyke. It had his physical strength there, it was brilliant. And the, the composure just to tap at home. You won't get an easier going in his career. And I thought he was really, he, he, wouldn't, he wouldn't have been far off man of the match, in my opinion, behind Jorginho. Um, then we had Trossard off the bench. What a substitute to bring on. Outpaced Elias and just shot through Anderson's legs, brilliant goal. Um, attacking Atty's second yellow card was definitely a red, you know, blocking off Havertz. And really, we restricted Liverpool to long range shots from McAllister and Jones in the second half. Liverpool didn't really cause as much problems as I know they were down Salah, but um, I thought there was very little wrong with our performance yesterday. Uh, it throws us right back in the title chase again. Um, I know you were at the game, Liam, and very lucky to get here. Um, what did you make of yesterday's performance, Liam? I actually thought it was. A, I actually thought it was a really professional performance in the whole. Um, I thought, like you said, we come out the traps, and as I said, I think I said on the show, we needed to come out fast against them on against them on Sunday yesterday. Sorry, I was going to say Sunday. It was only yesterday on um, yesterday, and um, we we really did, and. Um, the midfield from the start, we're at it, like you said, like Jorginho, Rice, and Odegaard were proving so much energy in that midfield. And I don't think Liverpool matched up in that whole first half. And to only go, uh, even at the fault, I mean, it was only going to go in at 1 0 at half time, a minute before the goal actually happened. We were talking about literally, if we carry on playing like this, we will create more chances second half and we'll open up again. Um, but then, as, 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 you, as we see, like, and as you said, Saliba should have dealt with that for me. Um, like an old Tony Adams would have let that run. Um, you, at that, and at that point in the game, in the first half, you just clear it. You, know yeah. I mean? you don't mess around yeah. with it. You don't wait for your keeper. Ray didn't um, obviously cover himself in glory with it. But for yeah. me, Saliba needs to be dealing with that situation. And then we got we come in second half. We did start slow. They did come out of traps, which was absolutely expected. But we started to grow more more into the game after 10, 15 minutes. And... Um, we 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 only we only got what they got basically in the day when we took the two one lead. It was a mistake by them, like it's a mistake by us. We was deservably leading at that point, and yeah, we see it through. And I, I honestly, I just thought like the fans brought the atmosphere yesterday, which is what we asked for. 
the players brought the performance and Mikel Arteta brought the passion from the sidelines. And all three of them ensured that we beat Liverpool and we're back in the title race. And that is the main thing, that we're back in this title race now. And we go to West Ham with a lot of confidence. Yeah, um, really composed so Arsenal team yesterday, wasn't it? You know, we really made up for that FA Cup third round defeat to Liverpool. You know, you could see from the start that we were we wanted to beat Liverpool. You, you know, to take four points off Liverpool again this season and last. You know, it's you know it has to be really regarded as you know top stuff from Arteta. Um, if we lost yesterday, it would have been what eight points behind. We're only two now. Um, do you see us right back in the title mix now, uh, Liam? After oh, that, yeah. that was yeah. yeah, absolutely, absolutely. We're definitely back in the title mix, pending what Man City do this evening. We are back in that title mix, but we have to remember we can easily go back out of it again if we don't back that up at West Ham and we have to back that performance up at West Ham on Sunday. And at the moment, I'm still enjoying the victory because. This is what we have to do. When you, when you have big wins, you enjoy it, you embrace it. But come Tuesday, Wednesday, we need to look ahead to West Ham. And um, what I don't want to see happen is what's happened in the past. We get a big win like this and go, go away somewhere like a West Ham and not back it up. If we back it up next Sunday, I think we're in a proper title race. We're back in the title race now, but I think backing it up on Sunday will integrate that, do you know what, we might be there for the foreseeable season <clears> and then we'll we'll challenge Man City and, and Liverpool to hopefully the very end. Do you think, uh, before I come on to yourself, Eamon, do you think, Liam, do you think we shocked Liverpool yesterday? Do you, you know, it looked like they were a kind of an awe. I, no, I don't think we did, mate, because I think Liverpool would have known the FA Cup game, mate, that they got out of jail with that one a little bit. Yeah. And we, we've gone to Anfield over the last couple of years and took the game to them in the, in the first half of both games. So I don't think that performance has shocked Liverpool whatsoever. I yeah. think, if anything, they shocked us in terms of how bad they were yesterday, how bad yeah. Alisson was, how bad Van Dijk yeah. was. I think we should be more shocked than they should be shocked. Yeah, and it shows... What Arteta's done, isn't it, in three or four years to say that, you know, like where we come from, what a, what a, what a certain 11 as well, I have to say. That, you know, I'm re- really looking forward to the Champions League campaign coming on board. Um, man of the match, uh, Liam, Jorginho, hands down. One man, yeah. Like Declan Rice weren't far behind for me, but it's sometimes you don't really understand sometimes when you're at the game, we're like, yeah. what you see on TV. But we all understand San Jorginho was sensational yesterday. Like, I'd probably give him a nine and a half out of ten. He was that good. Like, yeah. that's his best game in an Arsenal show. I thought he was good up Newcastle last year, but he was incredible yesterday. He literally, from the first minute to the 97th minute, absolute unreal. And do you know what? If he can play like that and keep that form, I'd have him in that team all the time. Yeah. And leave Declan Rice out on that that number eight role. Till part, we, we don't know what's going on with party, but until we get an idea what's going on with party, Continue to play Jorginho there. Like, he can't be dropped for Sunday now. Surely not. Yeah. Well, good show, Liam. Yeah. Uh, yeah, what a player. He brings well, a wealth of experience with him as well and very clever signing. Um, Eamon, you were in the Club of <coughs> Supporters Club, the River Bar. Um, I saw the photos on our WhatsApp group. Look, absolutely cracking uh, atmosphere at it. Your take on yesterday's match, Eamon? Well, first of all, so let's start with the manager because... Um, Meltdown FC um, uh, podcast uh, WhatsApp thread usually gets on his back when we lose a game and he should be sacked and we should have De Zerbi coming in and Carlos kick a ball and even one fella said Antonio Conte. So let's start there. 
the manager got his selection spot on and he got his tactics spot on. So that's a good starting uh, position. The second thing was that we actually, where I slow, Liam's analysis is spot on, right? Where I disagree slightly is we didn't start off like a tornado. We didn't play the game like a tornado. We decided to play the game in midfield because our midfield is better than their midfield. And that's what I mean by getting the tactics put on. Liverpool played a game like the tornado and the Wizard of Oz. They bypass midfield, they get it up to a fab front five, they whip in things and they find little gaps. But we were brave enough to play it through midfield. And guess who? The Michelangelo, that was, as you said, Jorginho. Because Jorginho connects everybody. He connected everybody, you know? Um, so I think, and I think that was a conscious decision. Let's play with intensity. Let's do things, you know, let's do things quickly, but not in a rush. You know, we it was very, very pronounced how we played the ball through midfield and they didn't. And even that chump, uh, Gary Neville, copped that on by the end of the game and actually said it in his analysis after the game, the Arsenal were brave enough to play through midfield. And that's how we got the first goal. Because, you see, we knew they had a high line. In fairness to them, even though they don't play true midfield, they do come to play football. They don't do all this low block stuff and all that type of thing. And uh, with their high line, as soon as Zinchenko um, put the ball into Odegaard, you could see Havertz, who I thought was brilliant yesterday, by the way. Yeah. yeah. You could yeah. see Havertz just drifting into the gap, staying on side, and Odegaard knew exactly what he was going to do. Okay, it was a shame Havertz didn't finish it because his movement was that good. Yeah. So, 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 so that was good. The other thing I liked was that um, they only doubled up on Saka. So, uh, Luis Diaz was coming back to help out Joe Gomez. They didn't double up on Martinelli. And we normally get the ball out for Saka time and time again. Yesterday, we went the other way. In the first half, we got the ball to Martinelli time and time again. And for once, he wasn't doubled up on. And he caused absolute havoc. And I wasn't disappointed in seeing being taken off because he was spent. He had put so much into that game. He was absolutely spent. I'm sure if we hadn't taken him off, then Trossard wouldn't have treated us to that goal. So you've got to look at it that way, you know? Yeah, true. Yeah. Jorginho, I've mentioned. Um, but I think Jorginho, <clears throat> I've said on this show before, his attitude is unbelievable. And if it isn't to the manager, if I ask him to play one minute, he's happy to do it. If I ask him to play 100 minutes, he's happy to do it. If he doesn't play at all, he's happy to do it. His attitude is first class and you. I remember when, when we got him uh, last January, we had a, uh, you know, some of the meltdown people saying that um, another Chelsea reject. Uh-uh. Compare and contrast William's attitude and Jorginho's attitude. Jorginho has a world-class attitude. And by the way, he's a very, what I call, a metronomical football player. He connects everybody by doing simple things. And his passing is quite perceptive. So I, I thought he was brilliant yesterday. Um, a couple of other things. Um, Declan Rice said after the game, we look like a team who would do anything to win a football match. And Declan himself 
play it that way. Um, One nil, Brentford. Yeah, well, never mind that. We're talking about Arsenal at the moment. <laughs> this is important, Eamon. We're, we're talking about Arsenal. Uh, Jonathan, will you put your ADHD down uh, for one hour and just concentrate on what I'm saying to you because you might learn something. Um, All hail, Eamon Donnelly. I heard Klopp say after the Chelsea game, and everybody was laughing at him because they, they murdered Chelsea, that Liverpool were fatigued. And I can tell you, they are. They were fatigued yesterday, right? And that's not an excuse. They play like a tornado. You can't keep that doing that all the time. And yesterday, because we got everything spot on, they couldn't do that. And when it's not going well for you, anybody who's played the game will tell you, you feel much more tired when things aren't going well, right? I want to get on to David Raya for a minute. Um, I heard all this nonsense at halftime um, on, on, the, on the, the WhatsApp group about Raya wasn't an upgrade on Ramsdale, shocking, blah, blah. He is an upgrade on Ramsdale. His shot-stopping qualities are probably the same. Maybe Ramsdale has the edge there. On crosses yesterday, he was absolutely brave and phenomenal. And his distribution was unbelievable. I'm telling you, Patrick May Holmes wouldn't have got Trows away the way he got Martinelli away on one side, Saka away on the other side. Um, I, I, I don't blame him on the goal whatsoever. He's got to make a decision whether he's coming or not, but I agree with Liam. If you're, in, if you're unsure as a defender, deal with it. Don't be arsing around waiting for something else to, do, to happen. Deal with it. And I thought Saliba, um, as he was against Forrest for the goal, dithered in that position, and he was totally off the ball. So the Aaron Ramsdale fan club, and I'm a fan of Aaron Ramsdale, and I think he's brilliant for the Arsenal and all that, but let's finally understand there's a reason why David Ray is in goal at the moment. The manager thinks he's a better option. Right? Just a couple of other things. Um, Jamie Carragher, how we celebrated. You swear we think Liverpool. Well, sorry, Jamie, we had, actually. Um, <laughs> and as Ian as Ian right, uh, rightly pointed out, um, don't kill the joy, bruv. Don't kill the joy. <laughs> you know, like I had actually Liverpool fans, right? And you know the way there's this kind of myth in football, and we all know Liverpool fans are the most knowledgeable in the world. What? Where's that based on? This is I've listened to that for decades. Well, I had a very, very close friend of mine yesterday who really knows his football, gets a little bit blinded when it comes to Liverpool, right? And he's telling me that Arteta is a prick. He's like Mourinho celebrating. So I said to him, do you not remember when Liverpool scored against Everton in the 92nd minute? Because that particular morning, I'd been at the North London derby when we taunt Spurs 4-2. And I was watching that game in, in the King's Head on the Blackstock Road. And I couldn't believe it, right? Klopp actually ran onto the pitch while the game was still alive. So, you know, I'm seeing a double standard there and we don't like double standards on this show. Um, so look, um, I just want to reference uh, my three uh, season ticket holder mates um, in, in the King's Head. Uh, I, I call them the three Steves. Um, Steve, Steve and Steve. Um, but the, I was actually corrected after at least one of them listened to the Bully podcast. He said, it's two Steves and a John. <laughs> so I'm going to say to you, Steve, Steve, don't be sad. 
two out of three ain't bad. Okay, <laughs> so all told, a great day yesterday, and um, we were spot on. We were absolutely spot on. We got our tactics spot on, and um, I think it's time for me now to do the. Um, I don't have a baseball cap because I think um, that's really for people who need shooting. Um, but um, I can do the jaw. We do the top jaw. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. So a what good day all make, round. What did you make of Gary Neville's comment where he said Arteta can achieve no more? What did you make of that comment on Sky Sports? No, I, I think I, to be fair to Gary Neville, did I just say that? And um, to be fair to Gary Neville, <laughs> who always looked like he wanted to be a Londoner and, and attend Grange Hill, um, to be fair to him, I think what he was possibly saying was. He has achieved the maximum with what he has at his disposal, and that if he had more at his disposal, I, I think that's what he meant. You know, in other words, he maximised what he had. You know, and um, yeah. so I, I don't blame him on that one. Um, with the Carragher guy, like he should go back to spitting at people in traffic lights. You know, um, he's a he's a dope. You know, yeah. Um, no, I, I'm okay. I'm, I'm, has. I keep saying it. He came to the board in 2019 with a five-year plan. Uh, he was in year three last year, and we were way ahead of expectation. He said we'd be playing the Champions League, and we'd be competing for the title. And if we get a couple of extra good additions in the summer, that's the time, you know. But we're in the we're in the mix. We are really in the mix, you know. So, yeah. Do you, do you think, came yeah. after the last three results, um, the three in a row now? Uh, victories over Palace, Forest, and yeah, Liverpool. Yes, do you think that was a statement of intent now that we're back in it again after that reset? No, uh, I, I think I'm looking. I'm looking at. I, I go back to Declan's um, Declan's quote about we looked like a team who would do anything to win a football game. We didn't look like that at Fulham on New Year's Eve. Yeah, you know, yeah. Um, and that was a bit of an outlier performance. And maybe maybe our own team was a bit fatigued at that time. And we went away and had a reset. And we said we were going to have a reset. And we've come back and got a lot of things right, you know. Um, so you're right. I mean, Liam, Liam is right. Um, there's no point in, you know, in in, in 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 beating the heavyweights and then going out against the middleweights and losing. What are we doing now? We got back yeah. we got we we got we we got to back it up in um, Stratford next week, you know. And that's what we got to do, you know. Yeah. But I think we can. It looks to me, the way Kai Havertz was moving yesterday, yeah, looked to me that there were a team who spent a lot of time on the training ground yeah. trying to create things, you know? Havertz was... I watched the game back today. Havertz was sensational yesterday. Yeah, I was looking back at the highlights on Sky Sports a half hour. He gave Kanati an awful game, didn't he? I, I looked at the entire 100 minutes today because it was a bank holiday. I had time to do that, you know? Yeah. I'm saying, he was absolutely phenomenal. Yeah. In, 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 and the one thing I meant to say when I was doing my um, my stuff was we essentially played with no striker. We played yeah. with no striker yeah. yesterday. What happened yeah. was Martinelli and Havertz kept going Inside, outside, inside, outside, yeah. inside, outside, and drag Liverpool all over the place. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I thought they exposed Van Dijk and Canati quite well yesterday. Yeah, um, and God knows if Jesus did play yesterday, 
it could have possibly a lot more, you know. He probably would have got at the end of that Martinelli cross before we scored the fours, yeah. Um, Jorginho, um, Eamon, hands down, man of the match. I mean, I, 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 I'm going to do something a little bit different here just for the sake of the show. Yeah. I, I love Jorginho. Um, I have managed, like, after all those years of hoppity-skippity penalties against us and playing for <laughs> National Front FC for the, the, the seven or eight years, I have, give, I have forgiven him. That's, I have forgiven him for playing for Chelsea, right? He's that good, right? He's a joy to have at the Arsenal. Um, but I'm going to do something from left field, having watched the game back. And I'm going to give man of the match to Ben White. He was incredible yesterday. I mean, down that side, Luis Diaz barely got a kick. And if you go back to Carl Ozzy Osborne, after we reviewed the FA Cup game, he actually said... He enjoyed watching Luis Diaz because he was unplayable. He barely got a kick of the ball yesterday. Yeah. Right? I know he was involved in the goal when yeah. he switched sides, but Ben White was aggressive. He was front foot. And by the way, he's a terrific footballer, Ben. Yeah. You know? He goes and under the radar. Yeah. Me, aside from his tan, he's a top player. But, <laughs> but, but he's one of the unsung heroes of this team. And yeah. I think his attitude. His attitude is up there with Declan's, you know. It's he, he, he's proper. He's yeah. proper. And I'm, I'm gonna give Ben the nod for that one now, you know. Yeah, it's good show. I think all, all all the players really stood out well yesterday. You know, there was, not one player really had a bad game as such. You know, um, against uh, the, the as they as they're calling it the Jurgen Klopp Roadshow, we've put a dent to that. Way, Jonathan and Liam, before you bring Liam back in, um, I, I I was talking to Dave O'Leary after the game, right. And he said, as I say, at the end of the day, uh, I won loads of games uh, with Terry Neil and Don Howe. And uh, you just have to, as I say, get on with it. Get on with it. Yeah, it's just, thanks for your, <laughs> thanks for your input there, Dave. <laughs> the most just in case anybody's excited, just give Dave a ring. He'll sort you out, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Still the most appearances as an Arsenal player, David O'Leary, yeah. That um leaves us with forty nine points now. Liverpool top of fifty one, and currently at the thirty minute mark, uh, Brentford are leading one 0 against Man City. Um, our, the fixtures coming up now uh, for February. Um, it's West Ham on Sunday, away Burnley away, and Newcastle at home, which I know Eamon is going to that, and I'm sure yourself, Liam, and and sandwiched in between that is the first leg of the uh, Champions League. First round, last 16, yeah. um, first leg, sorry, FC Porto, which is on the 24th, which is a Wednesday. Um, we go to uh, on to um, the preview of Sunday's game now, 2 o'clock on Sunday, uh, against David Moyes' West Ham. Beaten on Boxing Day 2-0. Eamon was at this one. I thought probably the, the, the first goal shouldn't have really been allowed because it was over the line, but... Um, I thought we had enough chance in that game to probably get should have won a really hands down. That was really the only two chances West Ham had really as such. But um Moyes does have a good game plan when he is playing the big teams. Um Kudas would probably worry me and Bowen in particular, but this is a great chance, I think, lads, for Declan Rice to stamp, you know. I think he'll be. I think I think he'll have a say in this game. I think on Sunday, I think he's he'll relish this to return to the London Stadium, you know, he's still, 
I'm sure he's still revered as a, a legend at West Ham for what he done, you know. He gave great years there and a top player and a top pro, but um, I think he'll manage this one uh, in midfield. Um, I wouldn't put it past me if he gets a goal or two. Um, last April, we were 2 0 up, weren't we, in this one, and West Ham came back to 2 2. I thought we played the first half hour, I thought we blitzed West Ham. I thought we should have really had three or should have been three or four up, and unfortunately, uh, the week before we drew 2 all against Liverpool. And I think that game and the West Ham game really put an end to the title chances, really. Um, they lost 3 0 against United and um, West Ham, but they're a tough nut at home um, this season. I thought they spent the money quite wisely from Declan Rice, you know, the transfer with James Ward-Prowse and Kudus and the lad Alvarez as well. I thought they spent it quite wisely. Um, Liam, this be a tough away game, I think. It always is at the London Stadium. How do you yourself see the game going? Um, I see that the game going well if we play the same midfield as we did this week. Yeah. I feel in certain games we're a little bit too open in midfield. And I totally agree with Eamon in terms of Havertz. For me, he's a number nine. In, in my opinion, that's his best position. And I think what you kind of see yesterday <coughs> is what I want to kind of see at West Ham as well, is that he pulls out and he brings centre-backs out and then he gets them he gets them fouls and then he gets some cheap bookings. And obviously, Canati suffered because of it yesterday. Yeah. Um, and I think we just—I don't think we need to change anything next Sunday. But I think if Jesus comes back to be on the show, like for me, I would start Habits up top on Sunday because um, that's the kind of game it is. For me, he either starts Jesus on the bench or he starts Jesus, like Jesus out on the left, and he might then potentially think, you know what, I'll bring Martin early on with thirty minutes to go and absolutely rip, rip, rip the pace out of them. I'm not first to that in certain games. Martinelli starting on the bench and bringing on half hours go. But I think next Sunday, I, I don't think we need to change anything. I just think go again with the same team. And personally, Jesus starts on the bench. And if he does come back and we just stay, we stay solid. We just make sure we do what we need to do. Get, get all the ball for the first 10, 15 minutes and just make sure that we take our chances. That's all we've got to do is take our chances. If we yeah. took our chances at West Ham at home, we win that game. Most games, five, 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 nil, five, one. That, that, that's how, that was how dominating that, that performance was that day. It had everything but scoring the goals, didn't it? And I just feel that we'll do that. And I think also there's two things that make me quite confident about Sunday. Firstly, Declan Rice is not going to want to go there again. He went there in the cup, in the Carabao Cup and they mugged him off. They've come to the Emirates and mugged us off again. He needs to get into our boys this Sunday and go, look, boys, I need, I, 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 I need one. I need to come here and win. He don't want to be losing there again. He don't no. want to be. It won't. It won't. It won't. It won't be nice. It won't be enjoyable. And I think that the boys need to rally round him on Sunday to kind of support him on that aspect. But I don't. I. I. I just think if we play our game Sunday, if we play to what our capability, we'll dominate the ball. Look what we did against Forest. Even that game should have been three four now before before they scored. Should have been. Yeah. Yeah. Just take your chances. That's, yeah. And hopefully this Sunday would give us the confidence. And we've now seen in the last few games, Trossard scored a couple of goals. Yeah. Saka scored a couple of so goals. Yeah. Martinelli scored a couple. He scored three goals. Jesus scored. Now strikers are starting to score again. Yeah. Do you think, with us being beaten on Boxing Day, that 2-0 result, do you think Arteta will be relishing a bit of revenge? You know, 
because you know we sh- it was a poor performance, wasn't it, at the Emirates that night? And I think Arteta will want to see. I think do you know what? Right, it might work in our favour that they beat us um, at Christmas. Now it might work in our favour going there that they beat us at Christmas because we'll we'll have that bit between our teeth. I don't think Arteta probably looks at him thinks like we need to go and do them because they've done us. I don't believe he does. That. I don't believe he's looking at. Him. I just believe he's looking at the game, thinking how can I prepare these boys? Yeah. Right? He'll do something in the change room before the game. But I think at this moment in time, it's not about like they beat us, we need to beat them. I think now it's about we need to go out each game, treat individually, one game at a time and get the three yeah. points. Now, for me, if we, I, I said before the Palace game, we needed to win five games on the spin. We've won three now. So yeah. if we go out and beat West Ham and Burnley, that's five. Newcastle's going to be a tricky game, so I'm going to actually make it six. But if we, won the, if we do win the next three games then I think we're really in it to the end of the season. But we need to, in my opinion, we need to kind of get ahead, if anything, because we've got some tricky games at the back end of the season, some tricky hard away games. And um, it'll be nice if we can just, over the next two months, win all our win our, win our, win all our games. Um, we can't afford to slip up. West Ham and Fulham have obviously cost us to make us now yeah. not having to slip up. But do you know what? Hey, Liam, just on that point, you know, last season, as we reached the back end of the season, our trajectory was going that way. You really want, even if you make a draw and slip up, so long as your trajectory going into April is going that way, you've got a real yeah. chance. So if yeah. you're right, if you could bank up some points, yeah. even with the odd slip up, I mean a draw or whatever, you know, but go in with your trajectory curve going that way, you've got a real chance, you know. Um, if we hadn't lost Saliba last year, you haven't been on the show, I've said this several times, um, you know, Saliba was the one player last year that we couldn't afford to lose. Yeah. No. Because, because we'd now replay. We, yeah. we, we might have just done it if that hadn't happened, you know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Yes. I, I think you're bang on. I don't think you're bang on. We do need to obviously add that slide up. And if we're going to drop a game, it needs to be an away game where... Do you know, it's not going to cost us much, but if we can get ourselves ahead of the schedule going into April, yeah. and like this time, we have got a stronger squad than last year, haven't we? Like, yeah. I do think, though, yet again, though, like Saliba's quite kind of key. We just can't afford to lose him again, and that's the in the, them two centre backs are the two yeah. players. Oh yeah, yeah, but I, I I like that Polish lad. I I love I I love the cut of his jib yesterday. He's yeah. aggressive. He's yeah. very aggressive. He's hungry yesterday. Yeah, yeah. He was very hungry, lad, yeah. And Ben White can play centre-back if needed, can't he? Yeah. Yeah, he's got the physical attributes, hasn't he, for a centre-back as well, Ben White, yeah. And there's um, one other ingredient for our Passover. We've got Tommy Asu back this weekend as well. Yeah, yeah. he'd be a big plus. He's, yeah, he's, he's had a decent Asian Cup as well, hasn't he? Mm. He looks He's looked fairly solid for Japan, yeah. Yeah, um, so he'll be back in the squad. So that's another that's another useful addition. Well, is it more than a useful addition? addition he yeah. will start games. He will start games naturally yeah. out on the left. Yeah. He will. Yeah, he could play Sunday, to be fair. Because yeah. Kudos is their key player for me. So yeah. maybe Tommy might play Sunday. Yeah, is there any players, before I move on to you, Eamon, is there any players, um, Liam, that you'd fear for West Ham? You just mentioned Kudos. Is, obviously, James Ward pros from set pieces with his... You know the want of a footy as for them, but is there anyone else? Would you would you fear West Ham Sunday with the former in? You don't want Bowen to have the chances. Like if a chance falls to anyone, Bowen's their man to kind of um, finish them chances. Yeah. For me, keep Kudos quiet, and then I think we we've got a good like we we we're, we're, we're nullifying them quite a bit. 
Um, I'm quite comfortable with us with set pieces against anyone at the moment, even West yeah. Ham. I'm quite comfortable with us. We are we do we are defending much better from set pieces, but we still we still do lack, lack at certain concentration in games. But I, it, I wouldn't go into a game now thinking, "Geez, we've got to play West Ham and, and around set pieces." I, I think I think that 99% of the time we do we yeah. we we manage them pretty well. Yes, it's yes. We, we yeah, we're, we're a great set piece coach now as well, haven't we? Um, Eamon, always a tough game going to. the yeah, well, the first thing I want to say is um, the reason why grandchildren and grandparents get on terrifically well <laughs> is they have one common enemy, right? And I like West Ham, and the reason why I like West Ham is we both have a common enemy. <laughs> they hate. They hate them as much as we do, you know. Yeah, they do. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I, I, I have a soft spot for the Irons, you know. Um, and I've been to the London Stadium a few times. Um, only once as a gunner. I've been to see them uh, as a not a home fan. Um, my brother-in-law is a season ticket holder and uh, London lad, and uh, he's brought me along a couple of times in Europa League games and stuff. It's not the most intimidating place to play in the no, world. Not like Upton Park, no. There's bit, yeah. There's big open spaces there now. Moyes is traditionally a cautious approach to the game, you know. So I think um, I don't fear um, like you, anybody should fear Jared Bowen. He's a terrific player. That guy, what's his name? Silchek, is it? Um, He's useless, but he always does damage against us. <laughs> Kudus, like, uh, is, is, is a terrific player. Um, but you know what? This is all about getting the job done and going there, silencing them and imposing our will on them, right? My shield in terms of team selection, I know you could say, Liam, and, and you're dead right, why would this change? You see, it's not like the old days where... A team performs great, so you reward the team by picking the same team the next day. It's a, it's a different challenge. Yeah. I think there's a real show for Smith Rowe to be in the team mm. because of the way West Ham will load up. In that, he is one of the players who that we've missed. Like, I, I was at the home game on the, it wasn't on Boxing Day, I think it was the 28th or something. It was around that time. Sorry, he was the tourist. You know, yeah, we, 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 like, we had 30 odd. Efforts on goal that day, but the one thing we were missing, because Martin Martin just didn't get it right that night. So the, the one thing we were missing was a perceptive pass. You know, I think that there's a shout for Smith Rowe to be included. But look, um, it's not that I'm confident because, um, as Jonathan will tell you, Lane, I don't support Arsenal. I worry about them. <laughs> it's, 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 it's different. So, so we're never confident, you know. Um, you know, every silver lining has a cloud. Um, mm. But um, no, we've got to go up there and get the job done, and I think we can. You know. Yeah, to, to run a farm, as Liam said, with three three wins on the spin now, and we're kind of scoring for fun as well, aren't we? You'd, you'd expect us to at least put two or three passes, but it's very hard to predict. Every game in the Premier League now, especially this season, it's so up and down, isn't it? It's such a wide open title race now as well, and um, you have to take every team and it's murder, but yeah, it's it's going game by game now, and hopefully, you know, getting seen the result through, yeah. Um, 
in terms of um, it looked a cracking atmosphere, Eamon, in, uh, in the uh, River Bar yesterday. Was it was it was it busy, full house? It was busy. You don't know where the River Bar is. It's kind of got it's like in an L shape. Yeah. You've kind of got the hardy annuals um, at the front, one, and then you've got yeah. like a, like a cinema effect. <laughs> yeah. Jesus. <laughs> I, I I have this knack, right? And um, maybe it's something to do with my um, uh, my Ural system. But I have this knack of going for a piss when 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 things happen, you know. And I went for a piss yesterday at forty-seven minutes and twenty seconds. <laughs> <laughs> but what struck me was, um, it was like going into the cinema. There was that many people there. But we had one special guest yesterday, and that was the president of Ireland was in, Michael D. <laughs> Higgins himself, and he said. It was a rip-roaring game. Whistle the whirling wind when willows weep wildly. Michael, that's poetry, Mike. Um, anyway, um, no, it was it, it was a savage atmosphere, but um, yeah, it was. Uh, you could just sense when the second goal went in the roof. Well, we're in the basement, so there's not really a roof. It's kind of a floor. <laughs> um, <laughs> But the, the place nearly, the, the, the walls were shaking with the noise, you know? Yes. Yeah. yeah, when that place gets going, it really gets going, doesn't it, yeah? Yeah. yeah. And uh, as always, top work by the committee for um, what the work you do uh, throughout the season, yeah, it has to be rec- rec- recommended and commanded, yeah. Um, was, what was the atmosphere like when the second went in, Liam, yesterday? Was it similar to Reese Nelson against Bournemouth? <laughs> yeah, oh, I don't think it gets it. It weren't that level, but Jesus, <laughs> it was. That level was, uh, that was off the radar level. But, um, Where were you sitting, Liam? I Where sit behind the North Bank, Block 8. Oh, lovely. Oh. Uh, block 8, yeah. Yes. And, and how many rows back downstairs? Now, I'm very 14. Yeah, oh, downstairs. Yeah, downstairs. Oh, yeah, downstairs. Proper, yeah, proper, yeah, nice yeah, yeah. yeah, love the atmosphere yeah. down yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Brilliant. It is brilliant. But yeah, no, the obviously when that goal went in, I think there was a lot of like relief a little bit because of how they scored their goal on the verge of half time. Yeah. Um, when the third went in, yeah, that 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 was it. We knew the game was over, and um, yeah, you could enjoy the last six seven minutes as such. Do you know what I mean? Because um, yeah. that would have been a nervous six seven minutes, even down to ten men. They would have gone right direct, I think, and put us under a bit. But it's amazing. It's amazing how the human mind works. So because it was um. <coughs> A bank holiday today. I, as I said, I had time to watch the game back. We were never in trouble. No. We were never in trouble. You know, um, yesterday, well, yesterday, I was like, you know, um, I was I was either going to ring the Samaritans or, you know, some kind of del- delivery of barbiturates or something like that. But um, <laughs> the, uh, um, when I look back on it today, we weren't in trouble at all. Yeah. You know? But you sit there worried. But then again, you've yeah. got a right to worry when you sit there yeah. in the 47th. The guys next to me turned around in the 47th minute. I know where like, my mate Joe turned around to me and he went, they're, they're not creating nothing. I went, don't say that. And literally yeah. 20 seconds later, it's like, mate. Yeah. So you you know what it's like. But no, nah, you're right. They they didn't create nothing. Raya didn't make no saves. No, nothing. No. Long-range one save. Uh, and as Mark Lawrenson would have said, he could have thrown his cap in it, you know. Um, <laughs> yeah. You know, yeah. yeah. It was a faultless performance, really, wasn't it, Jeff? And yeah, we're, we're, I think since the reset, really, you know, since that little break we've had in January, we've come back all well, guns blazing. Just before we finish, like, 
again, you know, I sound like a wise ass because I've had the luxury of watching the entire game again. But the amount of tight triangles and combinations we played in midfield, and Jorginho was at, at the centre, as was Odegaard, as was Declan, all of that. Yeah. But that was too much for them. Yeah, you could see much. that, couldn't you? Yeah. Yeah, yeah it, it irritated them, didn't it? Particularly Jones and McAnister now. They were making a few, you know, few naughty tackles going in there yesterday as well. You see, Jones and McAllister um, are not as good as what we have in midfield. Yeah. Yeah, you stated that actually, Eamon. Their, their front players are, are terrific. Okay, yeah, but we've a better midfield. Than... We have, you yeah. know. Yeah. And Thiago came on and looked, um, he looked totally Elvis depth, you know, rusty. Yeah. Yes, yes. Interesting you say that. When they brought him on, I didn't even realise he was on the bench. Yeah. I did sit there and myself, he's a great player, but it's a, it's a bit of a risky game. But obviously, they're desperate for one ball, I guess. But mm. yeah, they, they, like, they, they never looked like breaking us down in that last 20 yeah. minutes. Yeah. Whatsoever. Never. Yeah, you can see when Sal is not playing, they're a different team up front, aren't they? Yeah, it's. Um... And oh, sorry, by the way, that turn from Trossard on, um, oh, what's his name? Their centre midfielder, Harvey Elliott. For the goal. Oh yeah, it's enough. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I only watched. It. I only realised how good it was when I watched it back last night when I got in. I actually only realised how fast Trossard actually is. The way he got away from Elliot, you know, like he's come pace on him, hasn't he? I've never really seen that turn of pace, but he he could see in him. He wanted that goal, Trossard, didn't he? And what a finish! Right through his legs. Unbelievable, brilliant! It's that lovely little deflection of the pandemic. It was um. Oh, but he's a, do you know what? He's a beautiful footballer, Trossard. Yeah, he's a steal. Yeah, he was. I, I, I have to say, I did like him when he played for Brighton. Yeah, he, there's something that, you know, he's he can create things that, yeah, you know, he's just one of those magicians. He's one of these guys that, if you go and watch football games, if, if, if you haven't got the course of being so impassioned with one team, if you, if you went and watched football, You'd look at his balance and the way he skates across the grass on his touch. He's a yeah. beautiful player, you know. Effortless, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, he just yeah. seems he just glides. Yeah, yeah. And what a substitute to bring on as well to change the game. You know, just to have that luxury from the bench as well. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's been a busy show, lads. Is there? Um. Are you having a show this week on your North Bank Summit podcast, Liam? Yeah, I'm going to do a show Thursday evening. So nice. you know, got to reach out to everyone um, tonight. But yeah, we'll yeah. do a show Thursday, eight pm. 8pm, yeah. You know where to join. Lame at on a tour team. So, um, no, uh, just, I just um, like to say uh, thanks for coming on again, Lame. It's been a pleasure. Um, really okay. good analysis from you. Um, and check out uh, Lame's uh, podcast in our bank summit. Uh, every week he does um, a show there as well. And um, also thanks to our regular in-house fund of the same with Donnelly. Uh, great to have you both on tonight, lads. Um, until the next Monday show where we'll be reviewing hopefully another nice away win away to uh, last time we won't put the mockers on it but um, before, before we go did you know Ken <laughs> Barlow was a Liverpool fan <laughs> oh yeah. we haven't had here's that had to say, here's what he had to say about yesterday we, we'll sing out on this oh so frustrating Deirdre <laughs> <laughs> As you can see, Dev is in the background there. <laughs> see Tia Walcott and uh, Olivia Giroud at the yeah, game yesterday. Yeah. yeah, and Matthew Flamini. Yeah, I saw that actually saying the thing. Yeah, yeah, three, yeah well, it's got three players they were as well, yeah. 
Um, yeah, it's been a really good show. That's um, as always, catch our show on the Dublin Arsenal YouTube channel. Thanks to Martin Stoneville for editing and putting this together. And you can catch all our matches uh, from now till, till May in the Dublin Arsenal Supporters Club, the River Bar. Hopefully, Liam, you're more than welcome to come over if you ever want to come in. I'll, I'll, I'll definitely coming over again. Dublin stayed there last year. Loved the place. Absolutely loved Dublin. Cheers, Liam. Um, I'll be over myself for the Luton game in April, and I know Eamon, you'll be there for the Newcastle game at the end of this month. Newcastle game, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so until next week, lads. Um, have a great week. Thanks for listening. Like, like, subscribe, and comment as always. And we'll see you again. Have a good week. See you later. Thanks, folks. Bye. Bye. Bye.